Welcome in to your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Tuesday. Sunny, highs 35 to 40. Southwest winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, breezy, partly cloudy in the evening, then becoming mostly cloudy. Lows 20 to 25. Southwest winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, increasing to 15 to 25 miles an hour after midnight. Wednesday, breezy and mostly cloudy. Highs 35 to 40. Southwest winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy. Lows 15 to 20. West winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Thanksgiving day, partly cloudy. Highs 30 to 35. West winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Thursday night and Friday, breezy and partly cloudy. Lows 20 to 25. Highs 40 to 45. Friday night, breezy. Mostly clear, lows 25 to 30. Saturday, breezy and mostly cloudy. Highs 40 to 45. Saturday night through Sunday night, colder and partly cloudy. Lows 15 to 25. Highs 30 to 35. Monday, not as cool. Mostly cloudy. Highs 35 to 45. This Friday, the Chinook Chamber of Commerce will be holding their annual Parade of Lights. Chamber President Daniel Dahl says the parade will have health precautions in place and will last no more than 30 minutes. We figured the parade would be safe. You know, people could stay in their cars if they really wanted to. They can space out along downtown. It's probably the one thing we can still do with, with the COVID situation going on. The parade will start at 6 p.m., with parade floats lining up at Meadowlark Elementary starting at 5.30 p.m. There is no entry fee. Those interested in having a float can message the chamber on Facebook. The parade will take place along Indiana Avenue. Those looking to watch the parade can park on the side of the road, or in parking lots along the route. The Montana Department of Transportation has announced a proposed project to improve the intersection at U.S. Highway 2 and 19th Avenue West in Haver. Proposed work includes upgrading signal hardware, updating pedestrian access, and realigning lanes to improve operations. Construction is tentatively set for 2022. MDT will contact all affected landowners prior to doing survey work. Staff will again contact landowners prior to construction regarding property acquisition and temporary construction permits. MDT welcomes public comment on the proposed project. Comments may be submitted online at MDT's website or mailed to MDT's Great Falls office at P.O. Box 1359, Great Falls, Montana, 59403-1359. The Shoto County Health Department reported a COVID-related death of a local resident on Monday the third in Shoto County since the pandemic began. The health department says the ages of the three people that have suffered COVID-related deaths ranges from 29 to 81. There are currently 43 active COVID cases in Shoto County, two of which are hospitalized. Also on Monday, the Hill County Health Department received notice of 12 new COVID cases, had six people meet the recovery criteria, and had two hospitalizations discharged. Hill County is now reported 1,239 total cases of the virus, 207 are active, three of which are hospitalized, 991 have recovered, 31 have died. And over in Blaine County, their health department reported seven new COVID-19 cases yesterday, had four people meet the recovery criteria, and had one new hospitalization. Their total case number is at 499, 40 are active, four are hospitalized, 442 are recovered, 17 have died. Over in Liberty County, they reported two new COVID cases on Monday. They also had two people recovered and released from isolation. There are at 76 total COVID cases, 34 are active, and they have had one COVID-related death. 
And over in Phillips County, they say from Saturday to Monday, they received notice of 13 new COVID-19 cases. They are now at 265 total cases of the virus, 47 are active, including two hospitalizations, 213 people have recovered, five have died. Turning to state news, today's COVID-19 update is in from the Department of Public Health and Human Services, and Montana reported 974 new cases of the virus, bringing the total to 57,504. The counties with the most new cases today, Cascade, 140, Flathead, 140, Yellowstone, 94, Lewis and Clark, 92, Gallatin, 80, Missoula, 59, Custer and Butte-Silverbow, both with 41. There are currently 16,188 active COVID cases in Montana, 467 are hospitalized, 40,686 people have recovered, 630 have died. The governor's office says more than 100 contracted medical staff have arrived in Montana to assist hospitals in responding to the spike in COVID-19 cases. The 110 healthcare workers are part of an anticipated total of 200 to be deployed in the state before Thanksgiving, and it will remain until the end of the year. The workers, including registered nurses and respiratory therapists, will aid hospitals that are at or near capacity as part of a contract between the state and New West, which provides traveling health care workers. Montana officials say revenue projections by the state trust lands dropped over the last fiscal year that ended in June because of fluctuations in commodity prices and weather. The AP reports the Montana Department of Natural Resources and Conservation says state trust lands produced about $92.1 million in revenue. That's a decrease of $7.1 million from 2019. The department's annual report for 2020 says revenue was below the 10-year average of about $102 million, but near the 5-year average of about $92 million. The report details state revenue that is produced by agriculture, forestry, mining, and real estate. Nearly seven years after a Montana medical clinic was raided, the physician-slash-owner was ordered to start serving a 10-year prison sentence for over-prescribing opiates. A Missoula judge told defendant Chris Christensen on Friday to report to jail in Ravalli County in March and from there be transferred to Montana State Prison in Deer Lodge. District Judge Jason Marks in Missoula denied Christensen a resentencing hearing and denied further requests for delays related to COVID-19. He said he expects Christensen to make every effort to get a coronavirus vaccine, if possible, by the time he reports to jail. Oklahoma and five other states will participate in pilot projects to better coordinate investigative efforts surrounding cases of missing or murdered indigenous persons. U.S. Attorney Trent Shores announced the project Monday in Tulsa with fellow U.S. Attorney Brian Cooster and Principal Chiefs Chuck Hoskin Jr. of the Cherokee Nation and David Hill of the Muscogee Creek Nation. Shores said the Department of Justice project created protocols for all investigative agencies to work together and with victims' families when American Indian or Alaska Native jurisdictional boundaries are crossed. Shores said similar projects are planned in Alaska, Michigan, Minnesota, Montana, and Oregon. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat $5.03. Spring wheat, $4.73. For Blaine County, winter wheat, $4.93. Spring wheat, $4.70. Liberty County, winter wheat, $5.08. Spring wheat, $4.75. Shoto County, winter wheat, $5.03. Spring wheat, $4.75. And Phillips County, winter wheat, $4.88. Spring wheat, $4.65. And now, taking a look at funeral notices for today. 
Mavis L. Cochran, 53, passed away due to natural causes at Kalispell Regional Healthcare Hospice on November 21st. A visitation will be held from 1 to 5 o'clock today at Holland and Bonine Funeral Chapel, and private family services will be held due to the pandemic. Social distancing and masks will be required to enter the building. And that does it for your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.